Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You love me on the bus. I like Stony one twice, and they all about us. Questions without notice for Cooler Bar Turf, supplying Victorians with premium instant turf. Um, Bucks, how much trust do you place in your high-performance staff with the program through preseason? I ask that because Geelong um, seemed to have changed the way they've gone about it physically this preseason. Dangerfield's spoken about doubling their high speed running um, in this preseason. You must need to put a whole heap of faith in your high performance team for such a drastic change to be um you know to be put in place absolutely you do and and they will bring their own philosophies as well and there'll be changes in the demands of of where you think the game's going or how you might want to play and if there's a shift in game style or if there's a shift in what the competition is asking from you then as an individual you need to you need to shift with it but yeah your 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 conditioning coaches a key. I mean, they 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 impact the attitude of the players as much as the coaches do. How so? Well, they spend they're they're rubbing shoulders with them this time of year in particular more than anyone else. The physios, mm. like the the whole medical and conditioning team, you you'd recall definitely you know, how much downtime you actually spend. So if you thought about, all right, so what's the most contact time I have with people at the in the football department? This time of year, it's definitely your senior condition, yeah, your head conditioning coach, who's running that. There'd be there'd be the coaches in the gym. You you are with your line coach quite a bit, but you you spend a lot of time with your physios. You spend a lot of time on that medical side of things, and 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 they become crucial in in your attitudes and how you approach, you know, hardship training, like mm. the grind that you ta- that takes place this time of year. So yes, that bloke in particular, who runs that department um, and the type of training that you do, he becomes key. Mm. Got any questions without notice? Or you want me to go another one? No, you got another one, mate? Uh, yeah. How do you think Carlton will handle the hype and the expectation? I did hear, I did see a, a headline recently. Was it, um, I think it was Sammy McClure, but he said that he thought that, that, that how can they not be premiership favourites? Premiership favourites. <laughs> That was right out of your book, mate. But still, <laughs> I can understand it because the the, the rush that they came on with um, last year was was significant. It's and once again speaks to the length of the season that they were able to dig themselves out of the hole that they were in. And I think everyone forgets, you know, we forget so quickly. But mm-hmm. Carlton were bottom four and they were playing bottom four football and they were able to turn it around. They do have big weapons. I think they 
I think with another preseason under their belt, they're going to go really well. I expect them to be sort of. I expect them to be a top six side. I don't know whether they've got the wherewithal to be a top four side yet. We'll find that out as it goes along. But they, if you were saying that Sydney is stacked, I see. I see Carlton as a, as a stacked team, and mm. you know, Zach Williams coming back in, and I think he is. A, he's an absolute jet. So he's had a re, you know, a couple of really bad years with injury, but. He can play behind the ball, on the ball, or in front of the ball, and will give you a, a massive impact. He's nearly a poor, like in my view, he's a, a poor man's Toby Green. Like he's he has that sort of impact when he plays. I mean, he's he's a top end talent. So if he can get have an injury free year, I think mm. they could go to another level again. On that, on that GWS, what do you see? What do you see them doing? Because obviously Carlton and GWS came through and they were the form teams in the back half of the year and then took that into finals. What's Adam Kingsley going to get out of his charges uh, in uh, this season after their run of last yeah, year? Yeah, I'm, I'm not as hot on GWS as some of the others are. Why uh, not? Are you, well, are you going to get those great seasons again from Kelly, from Canelio? From Green, I think you probably will. From Green, uh, he's spoken about some challenges that he had with his body, so there's probably even some room for improvement with Toby Green. Are you going to get it from Hogan? Uh, I'm worried about Taylor's body. Are you going to get the same season from Buckley, who was enormous? I don't know. I just got that they probably had five or six sort of veteran players that had career best years. Can you bank on that and can you rely on that? And what is their forward line? look like from a Himmelberg's probably another one who had a really strong season so I don't know for whatever reason I think it was a lot about the new coach uh, a a game plan that they really believed in and trusted in but they had a lot of things go their way a lot of come from behind wins they conceded a lot of entries against them so there's something in me that's just I just don't have them as high as other teams but you're big on them oh they're going to be so hard to beat I I just right when you look at I just think if you tried to rate a team's grit, a team's will to win. I mean, even even getting beaten the way they did in the prelim and their their effort when they were out on their feet and it had and it, and it had that extra week and, and and the tail end of the season that they showed such grit and such desire to win. Now you you don't just have that. Like that's mm. not a ta- you don't take that for granted. I think this team and even their backline, it's nearly a no-name backline with with some of those boys back there. That you know, Iden Cummings, mm. who who really showed something. Um, I I just get a sense that GWS have have a belief. They've got a bond, a, a connection, and a, and a real will to win, a grit that that I don't think that you can underrate. So I think well, they'll show that again, and that that'll have them uh, in a, in a position to win a lot of games at footy. Um, and sides are going to have to be pretty good to beat them no matter where they where they find them. All right, big on Sydney and GWS, the two Sydney uh, teams this morning. Sandra has been waiting patiently. And have you just risen, Sandra, because we've been waiting to hear from you all morning after our Australian under-19 Aussies got it done in the final of the World Cup last night. Take us through it and good morning. Oh, it was absolutely fantastic. And sorry I didn't hear you call at six o'clock, but I didn't go to bed until about yeah. past three. So, <laughs> And um, your, your grandson was the star of the show again. So Oliver oh, Pete, you're, you're his grandmother, and he, he, he got it done again. 
Oh, he did. He held like he had to um, because he was the last recognised batsman because they went in with more bowlers than what they um, more fast bowlers because they had a group of fast bowlers that they knew would cause a bit of disruption. Um, they went in with one less batsman last night, so um, yeah, he sort of had to hold it together at the end and get a decent score for the Indians to chase. So um, yeah, and he was forty six off forty three. Um, not out, so which was excellent. He played very well. So, but we're we're proud of the whole team. It yeah. was just brilliant. It was just so brilliant, and you know, to get uh, India out um, before they'd even reached fifty overs was um, fantastic. So they really stopped all their main scorers who had scored lots of runs in the preliminary matches. Um, they hey, kept them all under 10. <laughs> hey, Sandra, it's Nathan Buckley speaking. I missed your initial interview. Yeah. Were you always this yeah. knowledgeable about cricket or is it only since Oliver's um, made the grade? No, well, no, my daughter, Sarah, uh, married Clinton Peake and Clinton Peake has a pretty good reputation for cricket as well. He he, um, he played for Geelong, Captain Geelong, for a long time. Um, and he, he got 300 and... Or not out on uh, the MCG against India way back in 1994, I think, as a 17-year-old. So um, he was a pretty good cricketer. <laughs> he, he still is. He now plays with my other grandson, the younger one, um, in the sevens because uh, Charlie's only 14. Mm. <laughs> yeah, what a but, um, amazing cricketing. Yeah, amazing cricketing family. Sandra, we've been waiting all morning for you to give us a call, so we appreciate it. Congratulations to you. Look forward to Oliver getting home. We'll have to yeah, get him on the program, actually. So appreciate oh, it. You rest up and and get, get yeah. some sleep. You got well, some. Well, maybe we can get his mother on the program. She's just about hogged the TV the whole time she's been over in South Africa. We can do that. We can do that too. Good on you, Sandra. Appreciate it. Uh, Let's go to Collingwood and speak to Steve. Steve, I think one coach in particular should have done more media um, this preseason. Bucks disagrees. What do you think? Yeah, good morning, gentlemen. Bucks, uh, I'm sure you'll understand what I'm about to say. Kane, question without notice. When did you change your identity? Uh, we're not playing cryptic games here, Steve. Just spit out what you want to say. Okay, well, in regards to Luke Beveridge, you sound like uh, Caroline Wilson and reincarnate because you're going after him until you get him sacked, aren't you? No, I'm just observing what I see, Steve. I think you've got a responsibility as a coach to be a good ambassador for your club, to sell your club when you're in a bottom three supporter group in Melbourne. Um, You want to hear from the coach, and we haven't heard from him at all, particularly with all the changes that have gone on at the Western Bulldogs, the review that has just been done, a lot of conjecture about some relationships at the club. I think it would be really nice and pretty easy uh, to front the media and and give – some of that positivity, if if there is any, and answer some pretty pressing questions for your fans. What pressing questions? How's your relationship with Chris Grant, the footy manager? Where are you going to play? Where are you going to play Sam Darcy this year? What changes have you made to your game style? Which young players are you excited about coaching this year? How hard have you worked on your defence that has let you down in in, in recent years? I mean, there's, there's a few there, don't you reckon, Steve? Not, not particularly. I mean, what's, nah. what's, his, what's his relationship with Chris Grant got to do with the football? Uh, the, the, you know, that he, he's 
pretty important. It's pretty important that a coach has a, a strong relationship with your footy manager. Stevie, you're a Western Bulldogs man. No, mate, no. I'm a Collingwood supporter. Okay. I, I grew up. I, I was born just down the road from from Victoria Big Park, Park, mate. I, and I'll put you this: you and Pendlebury are the two favourite players of all time, mate. Thanks, Steve. I'll, I'll say something controversial. You <laughs> can get into me, but no, I think I think you're, I think Steve's position's fair. But and I, and I think that's a little bit of how you view media in general. I think all of your questions are valid as well, Kane. But in the end, the proof's in the pudding, you know, or in the eating of the pudding. When um, when the Western Bulldogs front and when they roll out, how en- how energetic do they look? How motivated mm. are they? How connected are they? That's where you judge the senior coach. I mean, there is elements of needing to sell the club and taking these opportunities when um, you want to sell memberships or you're trying to get a positive vibe. But I tell you what gets the most positive vibe is winning a couple of early season games. Good on you, Steve. Thanks for the debate. Just watching Nick Revolt on the screens of ESPN with Phil Murphy. So he's got a role to play in the coverage of the Super Bowl as well today on, um, on ESPN. Of